You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. Hey everyone, happy Friday and welcome to a bonus edition of the Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast show. Um, We've been bringing actually a couple of these just in by surprise for all of you. And I am really excited today to speak with someone who I have known um, for actually a couple of years behind the scenes through um, Vitalogics, but have become to know much better as I join me Black Diamond Group or Black Diamond Club. (laughs) And I am so excited to be sharing with um, you her information today because what she is putting out and what we're about to kind of, um, you know, describe for all of you that she's doing, I think is just absolutely amazing. So first, just welcome to the show, Dr. Marsha Schaefer. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for uh, coming on. Honestly, you know, Tristan and I in these episodes and in these shows, we bring a lot of like the technical aspects and the mechanics and, you know, how to use social media marketing in your practice. But what I want to talk to you today and what I, you know, really am excited to share um, to our viewers with you is really twofold. One is you actually using some of these tools. So actually coming on and, you know, doing a podcast and using email marketing, but also I really want to break down in the second part of the show, your program, because you are delivering a program that gives doctors a clear, confident, concise message and really the content that goes behind, which you have to have first. You can't do anything Tristan and I are talking about without a message and without a message that you understand and you stand behind. Um, so, but to jump right in, I want to just ask you first, let me start with a simple question. What would you say your like tech savvy is on a scale of one to 10? Would you consider yourself a tech savvy person? Negative one. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking you were going to, I didn't think one, I was going to give you maybe like, I don't know, a four or five, but (laughs) just in some of our conversations, I wouldn't think that you would consider yourself tech savvy. But you have a podcast, you're doing email marketing. So talk to us a little bit about that decision and commitment. Um, So actually a couple of years ago, um, I got really frustrated when I was just like, you know, I started, I did not come into the fertility work that I do now because I knew I was going to do fertility work. It was not, that was not my intent at all. And mm-hmm. so um, I started doing the work that I was doing. And after about 25 babies, I was like, maybe I should get this information out there. And people knew uh, my history and the health stuff that I'd gone through. And um, people had been saying, why don't you just put on a seminar? And uh, so I decided to write my seminar. I wrote a 12 hour seminar and the ICPA picked me up before I ever taught my first seminar. So um, I've been putting stuff out there and I feel like I've got a ton of content. And as my husband always says, like everything is in your brain. If you could just get it out of your brain and get it onto something else, you would be able to help so many people. And um, so that's when I was like, okay, um, because there's some controversial stuff that I talk about, um, I felt a podcast was a better way to 
um, bring that information to light because you can hear me and you can actually understand a written word is a lot more challenging than the spoken word. And um, while I can, I can still write well, I just like the ability to um, convey it through podcasts. So that's why I started doing the podcast and um, they're actually a lot easier than you think they are, um, kind of. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that, that kind of got me started with everything. Awesome. And I love that because I think so many of our listeners out there think the same thing you do. And really, if they don't, they should. They have so much content and so much good information to just feed out there. Now, you're also doing with your podcast does come some other technical aspects. Um, are you using Infusionsoft for your email marketing? Not yet. We'll be moving okay. to that. Okay. Okay. So um, I, I promise you we wouldn't get a ton into the technical aspects, but as far as just give me kind of a viewpoint, are you doing most of this yourself? Are you outsourcing this to someone or how are you structuring that piece of it? It is all me. Um, awesome. I'm working with my coach. So Shondell is my coach and uh, we are outsourcing. So we're just starting the process of discussing getting a virtual assistant. And um, as you know, I, I, so I started the membership group because I'm inundated with questions all the time. And I said, okay, if there's a Awesome, awesome. I hope, I don't, again, we might be switching away from be live here at some point for the show, but sometimes it's clean for our viewers. You're cutting out a little bit. So if you start to cut out again, I might have you go out and come back in just because I want to make sure our viewers do get this information. Like I would hate for us to do this and then they didn't um, hear the wonderful stuff that you were saying, but I, I love that. So for just in case it cut out, but you know, she gave herself a one on a scale from one to 10 and is doing all of this herself. So it's absolutely doable um, to get your message out there through podcasts, through email, through a lot of these easy platforms. And it's got to be a lot less time consuming than putting on a seminar. And as much as um, I'm sure you love it and it's awesome and we definitely don't want you to stop, but teaching with the ICPA and traveling. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's, you know, the, the number one request I get after my seminars is where can I keep learning this? Where can I, where can I go further? And I don't know a better way other than, you know, get the, people can actually retain it a little bit better than mm -hmm. 12 hours of, wow, here's all this information. So, um, yeah, it's, it is definitely doable. No, I think it's awesome. So let's jump into that part because this is the real uh, meat of why I wanted to bring Dr. Marsha Schaefer on. And, um, you know, like I said, Tristan, I give you a lot of the marketing, the tools, the mechanics, but, you know, really what we don't have is your talks, your specifics, your, you know, answers to questions that your patients are asking you. So Dr. Marsha Schaefer created a program. It's called The Truth About Fertility. So just talk to us a little bit about what doctors are going to get when they sign up for this program? Practices and for a majority of the doctors, um, some of them want to do the work and they want to be able to um, really do more than just adjust. Well, I've also got a lot of doctors that just want to be doing a ton of other work. So we're creating an online ability for these docs to just send their practice members so they can still adjust in their practices. They can do everything and we're going to have a program that is just they can push and play that's going to be all uh, web-based and um, it'll it'll be something individual practice members can do 
So oh, that's very some... awesome. I didn't even realize it had that side of it to it as well. You just blew yeah. me away. <laughs> oh, that's great. So um, just in case you happen to cut out on the other inks, I know you are on my end just a little bit, but it's going to come with a weekly podcast, you said, a weekly Facebook Live, and then you're talking about some sort of basically like an online portal that practice members can go into to get this additional information. And it's all going to be around fertility, correct? This one um, topic. Yeah, mainly fertility, but really salutogenic principles. So understanding, okay. you know, we're, we're focused in salutogenesis, but yes, ultimately my, my ultimate goal is that we've got healthier babies. Yep. Okay. Awesome. And now with that, you said, you know, you get a lot of questions from doctors after your seminars. So how much one-on-one -on -one interaction are they going to get with you um, inside this program if they have questions or more follow-up? Um, I am in there all the time. So they, you know, there's, my family is obviously going to come first. My practice, I'm there. <laughs> I need to be there. Um, and then my, my group is next. So um, that's, it's been a lot better to really get in there and support those docs and answer their questions. We go through cases. They're bringing me their tough cases. You know, we were just talking this morning about someone who is doing a fifth IUI, uh, the intrauterine insemination. And um, they don't know if it's going to work. And so they want to take a break, which happens a lot to people going through fertility treatment. Um, and it's just how do how do we reset and actually get the system, your know, hormones functioning um, as they should be? So that's, you know, we answer situations like that. And and just a lot of questions that come up as these docs are seeing it in, in real life and in practice. So that's that's something that I find very, very important to be there for the docs. So let me ask you this, because um, I think a lot of chiropractors out there that are watching this are definitely seeing children, seeing babies, and seeing a lot of mothers in their practice, but they may not be having these conversations with their patients or may not be having these conversations yet with their patients. But I mean, I can definitely say from personal experience, um, many of my friends, and they don't speak about it, you know, I only know my close ones, but are having fertility issues. So, you know, how big of a problem is this? And like, how should the doctor know if they should take this program if maybe it's not something that's prominent in their discussions today? So ultimately, my my goal is not fertility. It's not um, pregnancy. And a okay. lot of people think, wait, you're doing you're doing fertility stuff. Why are you, that should be your goal to get pregnant? My goal is health. Um, I know that a healthy mom and dad are going to have no problem conceiving. So there's something that's going on. In their world that is stopping them and you know the current stats i think it's one in six or one in eight but that's medical statistics and right. i've got 92 babies in the last well i've been in practice i just turned my seventh year um and a majority of my moms were told they were infertile but no one had checked their nervous system so if you're not checking the nervous system and you're being told that you're infertile i don't agree there's there's testing that has not been done so um you know that that's that's a requirement and people People have asked, you know, well, you know, if you get a program, I'll take your program. Well, my requirement is you're going to be seeing a chiropractor if you're going to be doing this program because it's, it's such a vital piece that so many people don't pay attention to when it comes to the fertility journey. They think, oh, I can do nutrition. I can do this. I can do that. And they're missing the big part. So, um, you know, it's, it's not about getting pregnant. It's about getting healthy because we know healthy people can become pregnant. And ultimately, from an epigenetic standpoint, that's going to change the health status of that baby and it's going to change the health status of the parents because, as we know, genes do not equal disease. Genes don't cause disease, but your environment can. So um, ultimately, we want to change that environment so we can influence 
healthier babies. So when docs don't know, do I want to bring this to practice? Is this something that I need? Um, I think, you know, especially in the ICPA, so the, the docs that I'm surrounded by the most, um, this is something, you know, we, we focus on kids and we want to make sure that we can take care of kids, which is fantastic. My drive, my heart has always said, but what if they never got diagnosed with that in the first place? What if we could prevent that from even happening? Granted, I can't guarantee we can prevent it, but there's a really good chance that we're going to diminish um, health issues in kids when their parents are healthier prior to conception. Absolutely. And I listen to, you give a lot of really good information away. Is that still on your website, that very first podcast that you put out yeah. there? Um, yeah. And that just taught me so much. And again, you know, um, from a mother's standpoint, I think this, and from a lay person's standpoint, I think your information is absolutely solid. So this is something definitely that you can get as the doctor, but also that, you know, your practice members are going to be able to understand and break down and really take some just mind-blowing key takeaways away. I think what you talked about with um, the delivery um, and the misconceptions around a C-section baby was great because you know, I had to have a C-section baby. And so, you know, there are those things that are said out there and that just put my, put me to ease a little bit. So grab that first podcast on um, Dr. Marsha's website, which is, what's your website? Um, DrMarshaSchaefer.com. Okay. I thought that's what it was. Yep. DrMarshaSchaefer.com. So very, very easy to grab there. So Dr. Schaefer, um, anything else about the program that you can share with us and just put out there without giving away, you know, all the information? Um, well, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a I I feel it's a pretty fully rounded system. Um, you know, I came into fertility work through a cancer diagnosis. And so obviously there's questions about cancer and when you're not doing chemo and radiation and you're, you're questioning why is this happening? Um, so I think the, the main aspect of the goal is to create congruency, um, you know, in, in chiropractic, it's so often that, that I see chiropractors that are saying, you know, we don't adjust symptoms, we don't adjust anything that, you know, I'm not going to adjust for you to stop having this, but I'll give you an essential oil or, oil or a supplement so you can stop this symptom. You know, and it's complete incongruency when it comes to what we stand for and what we're trying to get our message across as. So I feel that my program is a very salutogenic, it's very rounded, it's not saying that we're treating anything, but instead we're trying to understand why is that happening. So um, obviously we know things like fever, that's good. Um, and you know, the general public is not going to think that. And so it's having those conversations. How do you bring that up to your practice members? How do you have those discussions um, and, and just help them see more of the salutogenic side so they can make better ultimate choices for themselves and they can ask better questions so they can get better answers. No, I love it. That is absolutely awesome. So please, everyone, check out DrMarshaSchaefer.com in that program and leave comments in here or send her a message directly on Facebook Messenger if you do have any questions. Um, uh, she's very, very responsive and will be happy to definitely share with you. So I did have a final question. I'm glad you brought something up because I didn't want to throw you on the spot here at the end. But, okay, so I used to put um, this statement out there randomly, and I would say it, and and it basically, I just, I don't know. I never um, had a good taste in my mouth with the whole October National um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And just because it seemed like a big, you know, giant pink campaign. 
But yeah. I realized like me saying that did nothing. Okay, so I'm just gonna criticize this big movement. What does that do? So I wanted to ask you, because this is why I didn't like, I never learned anything. And all the Octobers, I still you know, have learned very, very little. So uh, you've shared some insights with me just through your Facebook posts, but could you share something with our audience? So Dr. Marsha Schaefer is a cancer survivor, just something that they may not know or a misconception um, about kind of, you know, your journey through cancer. Um, I think the biggest misconception that people either don't believe me on or just don't know is that it's illegal to treat cancer in any other means by other than chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery in the United States. Uh, if your child is under 18, you don't get the choice as to what's going to happen to them for treatment. And I think that is absolutely terrifying. Um, you know, if I believe I we're fully aware, yeah, yeah, we're fully aware. I think my daughter's going to. Oh, hi, Ellie. Um, <laughs> she likes us. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I think the general public is aware. You know, all these these awareness campaigns. If you're going to put something pink on a on a Kentucky Fried Chicken or Pepsi or cookies, I mean, come on. Who doesn't know that processed refined sugar is something that is definitely going to be a problem when it comes to um, your body's ability to adapt. And um, so it's that's a huge misconception. Number one, um, there's no other no other diagnosis that you can get from your health that your doctors are going to say there is nothing else you can do for this other than these. You know, a lot of other times you get diabetes, you get heart disease, something like that. People are going to say, okay, well, hey, you want to try a, a whole food plant-based diet? Go for it. You know, it's not going to do anything. You get diagnosed with cancer, you say the same thing. Holy cow. But, you know, cancer industry has 20% of our GDP. So 20% of our gross domestic product is in cancer care. So there's no wonder they don't want to find a cure. And um, it's it's so frustrating because they have the the race for the cures and the relay for lives. And, you know, my first experience with the conventional cancer, well, beside the diagnosis that I had, um, but my first experience with conventional cancer diagnosis and di uh, cancer treatment was getting diagnosed or getting uh, asked to speak at the, the relay for life in my town. So I practiced in a town of about 3000 people. So very, very small. And um, they had asked me to be the hero for hope. So I would speak at the opening ceremony at the relay for life in my town. And uh, a couple of weeks before the event started, I got a call from the head of the Relay for Life saying, well, because you haven't used any evidence-based means to heal, we can't have you speak at our event. And I said, really? So because I haven't done any chemo radiation, I can't speak at your event. And the, the, the organizer said, well, you know, it's, it just, it's important that they know what, what people have been through. And I said, are you kidding? You don't think that I know what somebody diagnosed with cancer has been through? Emotionally, I know exactly what they've been through. I chose a different route. It worked for me, um, but that has nothing to do. I'm not going to go to your event and bash chemo and radiation because by all means, if that's what you want to do and you think that's going to save your life, go for it. That's something that is that is your journey. That is your road. That's just not mine. Um, you know, and I told him my, my entire goal was to talk about the mindset that you need to get through a cancer diagnosis because that's something we all have in common um, that, that's that overcome this diagnosis. And, um, you know, it's just, it was amazing to me that they are so stuck on chemo and radiation. That's all you can do. And we're going to bash anything else that, that doesn't go with us. And um, it's just, it's so sad because that is the one diagnosis that people just seem to stick their head in the sand. They get terrified as soon as that diagnosis hits because treatment is scary. I mean, treatment is not fun. And, you know, I looked no different than I do right now, having the cancer diagnosis. So when they say, oh, that's cancer, when people are bald or they're going through chemo, I always say that's not cancer, that's chemo. So there's a big difference in what people are going through because cancer doesn't have to be this 
scary, horrible, terrible thing. It just has to be something that you need to recognize and say, why is this happening? Start doing your research and see what see what makes the most sense to you. But um, it's we need support. We need advocacy um, in that in that realm, absolutely, because it doesn't. It's not happening for our, for anybody, for regardless of their choice. They should. We should have. We should have informed choice, definitely. And that is just uh, both of those points. I didn't know um, that story of yours, which absolutely blows my mind because I think the other option is, you know, people need more stories. They just need to know the different options that are out there available to them. And just like you said, I think for so many people, the only option, the only thing they know of or think of is, you know, chemo and radiation. And I think, you know, because that is, that's, you know, what's put out there or to even do it beforehand. And so, um, I want to thank you so much for sharing that um, because I've decided rather than I, I have the same sentiments as you do around a lot of it, but I'm like, I, I, I would rather do something positive than go through my October, you know, bashing the pink, you know, trend because it's not like I'm against it. I just want it to matter. If we're going to do something, we're going to put our powers together. Let's do it for something positive that's going to actually make an impactful difference, which is what I think you're doing. I'm so excited to see you putting yourself out there more, Dr. Schaefer. I can't wait to see more of you. And I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Awesome. Well, hey, we'll let you get back to your baby. She looks adorable. <laughs> and we will have you on again sometime next year for sure to see how this program is going on the other side. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you, Dr. Schaefer. Bye. Bye. Have a great day. Okay, so that is it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw. We will be bringing you a new podcast every single week. So make sure you hit the subscribe button if you like the information that you are getting. We'd love for you to leave us a review. You can connect with both Tristan or myself on social media, Facebook preference, any of the handles. So you will be able to find us at Cairo Sushi and Cairo Social Tech. We also want to encourage you to check out the show notes, all of the apps, all of the tools, anything mentioned, we will link to in those show notes. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.